Well, I'd have to say that we just witnessed and celebrated a true final. Amen? And all the box supporters went, oh my goodness. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Have all the box supporters got less voice than me now? <laughs> Here we go. This is outstanding. Oh, look at this. You put the ribbons in your hair. Well done. But you know what? Congratulations to the uh, Springboks. But regardless of who actually won that final, um, I want to tell you this morning that there is a, a bigger competition and there's a bigger final and there's a bigger prize that's being fought for right now. And the battle and the competition is over your heart. It's, a, it's, it's actually the greatest knockout match for all of eternity. I mean, we already know the end of the story, so we can celebrate now. We don't have to nail bite for the last 30 seconds. <laughs> but this battle, you know, there's books have been written, movies have been made, songs have been composed and sung about this great battle for our hearts. It's the battle between good and evil or dark and light. And it's been going on even before the world was created. And I need you guys, I need you guys to listen really closely because you're going to help me this morning. You're going to help me actually explain what I believe God has put in my heart to teach. So, okay, kids, I need your help right now. So if we were to take all of the bad stuff that's going around right now, you know, with there's wars overseas, we've just had COVID, and uh, there's, there's, there's stuff just we, even within the borders of New Zealand, there's crime and stuff like that. If we were to take all that bad stuff and we were to give it a color, what would we call it? Blue. Okay. Dark. Yeah, dark. Black. Yep. Okay. Um, okay, how about I suggest that we actually call it darkness? Can we, can we do that? Can we agree we'll call it darkness this morning, okay? You know, sadly, it actually feels like the darkness around the world is increasing. Can we agree on that? Can I tell you this morning that even though we see that darkness increasing, we actually shouldn't get vacuumed or sucked into that darkness because the Bible tells us it's going to happen. The Bible actually tells us it's going to happen. Now, okay, kids, here we go again. If we were going to fight darkness, if we were going to, you know, we were going to battle against darkness, if we put on the whole armor of God, like you've been taught in children's church, if we put the shield, we get a shield, our helmet, our breastplate, our belt, our shoes, our sword, how would we battle darkness? What would we do? What, what, okay, you two already, you answer all sorts of things. What about some of you older boys? We would use light. That's outstanding. Okay, so our two key colors this morning are darkness and light. And guess what? You know why darkness exists? Because there's no light. You know what? We can measure light, but we cannot measure darkness. And darkness exists because of the removal of light. Let me, let me make this really, really, really simple. Mum and dad have tucked you into bed after you've cleaned your teeth and after the sixth glass of water and the third toilet stop. <laughs> okay, what's the last thing that mum or dad do as they leave your bedroom? They turn the light off. What happens in your bedroom? 
it suddenly goes what? Why did it go dark? Because the light got turned off. Exactly the same. When the light gets turned off, darkness swarms in. And you know when darkness surrounds us? As, as adults, as older people, you know, we actually, we actually teach our kids this. We look for a logical reason. We look for the why. Can you, give me a, can you give me a measurable reason? Can you give me a logical reason why this is happening over in the Middle East or why this is happening in Northern Europe or why this is happening even in our own city? Can you give me a logical reason? Well, you know what? God doesn't give us a logical reason to deal with darkness. He gives us a person. Let's have a look at the manger. Let's have a look at the cross. Let's have a look at the empty tomb. There is simply no logic to any of that. There is no logic. There is no measurable human understanding on why a young woman, not even yet married, supernaturally becomes pregnant. And then that very child who is a supernatural child gets murdered by the very people he was sent to. He then gets buried in a tomb. And all of a sudden, he walks out of the tomb. There is no logic to that. Because there is no logical answer to darkness. The answer to darkness is a person. And that person's name is? Jesus. Jesus. Shalani, Amber, they've been listening. Well done. Well done. And the parents. Oh, and you parents. Yeah, and you parents. In the Old Testament, there was, uh, we, when you'd study theology, a lot of the, the books towards the end of the Old Testament, they're quite short and they have specific people's names and they're, they're, they're referred to as minor prophets within theology. And Micah was one of those prophets. I think they're called minor prophets because they didn't last long. I'm glad I'm not a minor pastor. <laughs> but Micah was one of them. In chapter 7, of his book, in verse 8, the second over verse 8, it says, Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. You know what? When we get really scared at night, what's one of the things that mum or dad does for us? They, oh, they pray. That's a good start. Yes. Wow. You got a good mum and dad. They read you a bedtime story or they stay with you until you fall asleep. When I read my son's bedtime stories, I fell asleep. <laughs> it was a good story. <laughs> I said earlier that the best way and really the only way to combat darkness is with light. But what if I was to tell you this morning that in the middle of our darkness... God doesn't always give us a measurable light. But he brings light into our lives in a different way. What if I was to tell you that he may not actually shine into your darkness, but he will help you instead? Let me read to you a couple of scriptures. In Psalm 139 verses 7 through 10, it says this, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride in the wings of the morning, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. Now the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us that nothing 
can separate us from the love of God. In Romans chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, I want you guys to really listen to this because, you know, as you get older, you're going to face some things where you need to go, okay, how am I going to deal with this? This is a little bit scary, but God is going to watch over you, okay? God doesn't send a logical reason to deal with our darkness. He sends us a person, and that person is Jesus. Now, I want to take us back to verse 10 out of those verses out of the book of the chapter 139 of Psalms that I just read. It says this, Even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. So, if we take what it says in Romans chapter 8, that nothing can separate us from the love of God, that includes darkness. In actual fact, there's a verse in the Bible that says, Darkness to you, O God, is like the day. So if we take that truth that nothing can separate us from the love of God, including darkness, and then we come back to what King David wrote in Psalm 139, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I would like to suggest this morning that whatever or wherever you are dealing with darkness, whatever your even there is, that God's love is there with us. Notice the promise doesn't say that he will remove us from it. I mean, how many times do we pray, God, get me out of this? God, get me out of this, or God, take this away. You know, Psalm 23 says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. It doesn't say, God, I know your hand reached down and pulled me up out of it. It says, though I walk through it. When we're stuck in darkness, the scriptures teach us that God's guiding hand and his strength are there for us. Consider this. Because God loves us even in our even there, maybe actually seeing what is around us is actually not good for us because it would utterly terrify us. So instead, God leaves us in the darkness, but his strength supports us and his hand guides us. Right, our kids, I need, I'm going I'm to need all of your help for this. So, Darius, do you want to give me a hand, buddy? All right. Okay, but you don't mind if I blindfold you, do you? You do mind? No, it's all good. Okay, good. Whew. Okay, turn around, bud. Oh, actually, no, come over, come over here. I'm going to get you to stand over here next to Mrs. Ramsey for a minute. Okay. Mrs. Ramsey, would you mind tying this on for me? So you turn around, Mrs. Ramsey's going to do it. Okay, all of you guys, I need you to spread out all over the floor here, okay? Come and sit, sit, sit down. You can just sit down. Okay, spread out all over the place. You know what you're going to do? What you're doing? You're creating some darkness for Darius, okay? So I need it, I need it really kind of cramped and full. All right. Yeah, that's kind of like, yep, 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 yep. Okay. Good, no flinch. <laughs> no flinch. You're good there, Darius? Okay. Right. The promise from God is that even there, even there, his strength will support us and he will guide us. Okay? Now, sometimes around us, there is so much noise 
that we can't hear clearly and we can't see clearly. The, the noise creates darkness all around us. And we're going, God, I just want to see. And he's going, actually, I don't want you to see what's around you. I want you to look to me because I'm going to help you. I'm going to be your strength and I'm going to be your guide. Okay. All right. Keep slipping down. Okay, I will, I will use this as my steering wheel. Okay. Okay, there is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to steer you, okay? All right, now kids, I want you to create some darkness. And to create the darkness, I need you to make a whole ton of noise. Can you get really loud? Can not, come on, come on. Not, come on, noise, noise, noise. Come on, you South Africans, make some noise. Come on, make some noise. Okay, I've got you, buddy. Keep making it. Keep, come on, mums and dads, give them a hand. All right. Darius, do you think you can walk through there through all that noise? No, okay, right, so I'm going to guide you, okay? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, take your blindfold off. How's that? How did I get here, he says. Okay, right. Okay, you go sit down. I know you do. I'm going to get him to give me a hand, okay? All right. Tracy, would you please? Sometimes there is so much noise around us. That we just can't. Is there anybody here like me that when you pull into town and you need to get, figure out your directions, you turn the stereo down? <laughs> I turn the stereo down so I can see, see clearer. clearer. <laughs> can't speak properly. But you know what? That's actually, it is actually a thing. Too much noise actually creates an optical distraction. Too much noise will cause us to miss the right turn. And so we need to rely on Psalm 139, verse 10, where it says that he will guide us. Okay. Now, kids, I want you to come back over here. I want you to fill it up. Off the steps, off the steps. But this time, this time, what I want you to do is I want you to create a wiggly path through everything. Okay. So, so I want lots of, I want, I want, yeah, so create, okay, because what we're going to do I can't even remember this young fellow's name. Dad, what's your son's name? Noma. Okay. Noma, can you hear me? Give me a wave if you can hear me. Okay. 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 Darius, I want you there. Okay. Yep. And I want you to come back this way a little bit. Okay. Right. Okay. Do you know which is your left and your right? Which one's your left? Left, which one's your right? Okay, good boy. He needed to know that for this to work. Okay. Okay, it's not very tight. Okay. Okay, so Norma, what I need you to do is I need you to hold that on so it doesn't slip off, okay? All right, come over here. Right. All right, now I'm going to give you some instructions, okay? Now, kids, 
I'm going to believe for a miracle this morning, okay? And the miracle is this, that you will be absolutely silent. No noise, no noise whatsoever. Okay? Let's see if this works. <laughs> okay, Numa, I need you to take four steps forward. One, two, okay, keep going forward. Keep going. Stop. Turn to your right. Walk forward. Keep going. Stop. Turn to your left. Not too far. Now come back a little bit. Come back. Stop there. Walk forward. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Stop. Turn to your right. Keep going again. Turn to your right a little bit more. Stop. Walk forward. Okay. Stop. Turn left. And walk forward. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Stop. Lift your left foot up and take a big step. Left foot up and take a big step. No, 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 keep a bigger step. A bigger step. That's better. Okay, now swing your right foot forward. Okay, stop. Turn right slightly. Walk forward. Right a little bit more. Right a little bit more. Walk forward. Okay, turning left. Keep walking. Turning left. Left. Yep, the other left. That's right. Keep going. Yep, no, no. Okay, walk forward, 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 forward. Stop. Left. Right. 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 <laughs> okay, keep going. 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 Stop. Now take a huge high step forward. A big, big step up and forward. And go. And go. Well done! <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you, Norma. Darius, thank you, buddy. You're amazing. Alrighty. Okay, sit down. Sit, no, no, sit down. Okay. Now, you know what? Sometimes the scriptures teach us that the heavens, the heavens are they're like brass or they're completely silent. When we read the story of, um, I just need you to hop off here. Actually, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just come up here and give me a hand? <laughs> um, the scriptures talk about, <laughs> it, looks, it looks a little different from up here, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, the scriptures talk about um, Elijah when he went out and God told him to go up the mountain and uh, it says that there was, a, there was an earthquake. I mean, I've been up a mountain where there's an earthquake. I didn't get much sleep that night. And then it said there was a fire and then it said there was a wind and the wind was so strong that it literally tore rocks off the mountain. And guess what? God wasn't in any of those. And then there was this complete and utter silence. And then in that quietness of that silence, there was a still small voice. You know what? Sometimes when you're surrounded by darkness and storm, there's noise. That's right. There's a lot of noise. A lot of noise. But God says that he will be our strength and he will be our guide. Sometimes the guiding is like it says in the scriptures, it says at one point he'll tell you to turn left or right. And there's another time when he'll just call you by his, small, his voice. And guess what? All of those situations are still darkness. So God may not actually give us light to shine on what was in front of us. But the truth is, maybe he's actually protecting us from what's around us. But it doesn't mean that he loves us any less. In actual fact, he loves us so much that he will get us through it. God's love is so perfect and he knows exactly how to help us. I'm just going to jump 
right to the end, Alicia. You know, God didn't come to remove people. He actually came to remove the darkness. The scriptures say this in John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said, I'm the light of the world. If you will follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have light, the light that leads to life.